Hi, welcome to Hospitality Live with Rupesh. Each week, we feature an industry leader that will share the latest trends and the best strategies to help you grow. Now, welcome your host, Rupesh Patel. Guys, how you doing? Holy oh, pull this off. And hey guys, welcome to the show. I am actually going to bring on our featured guest that we have every week on the show is Sarah Dandashi. Dandashi? Dandashi. Dandashi. You got uh, it. You got it. I, I finally got it. Um, and Sarah, thank you so much for kind of, you know, I said this morning, I, I sent her a message at like four o'clock this morning. I said, Sarah, can you please come on the show just in case I need assistance? And she was like, absolutely. I'll do whatever it takes. And so Sarah, I have you on the show. Thank you so much for supporting me and kind of what I'm going through right now. And, uh, you know, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, so I appreciate you coming on the show. And guys, right. comment comment, and let us know where you're watching from. I definitely want to um, hear everybody's comments on where they're watching from because it's super important. I love that that I'm, you know, that we're helping thousands of people, hundreds of people, even if it's one person in this world, uh, kind of improve their skills and their mindset and some of those things. So guys, you know, I appreciate you coming on the show. I see people from Dubai, uh, Mumbai, uh, Maryland, Atlanta, Maryland, yeah. Chicago. Guys, comment, let us know. We're giving away a $50 gift card, an Amazon gift card. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to Maggie Moran. She was our winner last week. And she said, you know what? I have a job. I am blessed. Please give this $50 to somebody else that needs it, that's been furloughed, that's been laid off. And so today, we might just give away two. Um, and, you know, and you know, if it's, I just want to give away too because I think that's the that's the right thing to do. And I, I definitely wanted to give a shout out to Maggie because she, I, I really appreciate that when she said, "Hey, you know, there's a lot of other people that are struggling." Um, I appreciate that, guys. There's so many people on, and guys, welcome to the show. This is episode. Uh, hold on, Sarah. Welcome. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me here. <laughs> I, I appreciate this. You know, I really do. You know, we'll we'll get into what I'm what's going on in my life right now, but. Um, you know, this is episode 56. It's the road to recovery, hospitality, education to grow your career featuring Peter Rishi. Richie, sorry, Richie, Richie Rich. I got to remember that, Richie Rich. <laughs> uh, Peter Richie. And, you know, this is a topic that everybody should be interested in because every day we continue growing our skills, our mindset. Um, we're, I'm going to continue learning one thing every single day until I die. And that's my goal, right? And I hope that's your goal too. Sarah, do you do that? Do you learn every single day? 100%. And I think, and obviously, you know, he's going to go into it a bit more, but I mean, really having that growth mentality is really what makes it, it just, it, what's, it keeps you fresh. It keeps you on, on top of your toes. And especially in hospitality, you know, we're interacting with people all the time on a regular basis. There's so much to learn. And how lucky that, you know, for those of us that are are working, you know, that when we're in this industry, that we're able to interact and be exposed to so many things. And definitely learning is 100% the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, remember, we're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card to the person that's the most engaging here on this show. And if you've ever dreamt about getting certified in hospitality, this episode's for you. If you've ever been, if, or if you're laid off or furloughed or you're waiting to get back to your job uh, and you just want to improve your skills and kind of keep going, this is the episode for you. And, you know, you're going to learn skills at a landed job right now because, you know, a lot of people are looking. Um, 
travel and uh, hospitality leadership that we're going to talk about, and then how to get certified in the hospitality space. And this goes, this is a wide range. It's not just hotels and working at this, you know, five-star hotel or, you know, limited service hotel. It's kind of all over the place and you're going to learn a lot this episode. So guys, keep commenting and let us know where you're watching from. There's people from all over the, the world and guys, welcome to the show. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, man, there's Gainesville, Florida, Puerto Rico, uh, Salinas, California. Guys, welcome to the show. Orlando. I always like to give a shout out to my hometown, Vienna, Austria, Pune, uh, Pune, India. Guys, welcome to the show. There's people from all over. Kenya, I'm seeing people. Hey, thank you so much for joining this episode. Uh, this episode, let me pull up the banner real quick. And, um, and and this episode is brought to you. And please, 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 please um, hit this link right here. It is spurwork.com forward slash hospitality live and guys they're the ones that are providing the opportunity for me to be presenting what we're presenting having our future guests come on everything it takes to get this show going and uh, let me post and somebody can you can somebody post this url in the chat because other i want people to click on it and actually bookmark it until after the show and please go to it let me tell you what spur does spur is actually changing the way hotels hospitality people manage their payroll their HR and their benefits. Like if you even provide any payroll to your employees and you have an outside third party company, a PEO doing it, you have to use Spur. You know, we fax and send uh, paper uh, documents back and forth to our HR company or HR department or the payroll company. There's no more of that needed with Spur. And let me kind of read uh, exactly what uh, they want me to say. And I'll tell you a little bit about what I think, and I think it's awesome that, all right, so this week's episode is brought to you by Spur. Spur is a low cost, all-in-one HR plat and HR payroll and benefits software designed for the hospitality industry. It automates costly, time-consuming back office tasks. Like I said, paperwork, right? We want to get rid of that paperwork and all that all that nonsense includes onboarding. Onboarding, you can onboard somebody within like 10 minutes, 15 minutes or less. Think about like all the struggles that you do just to onboard somebody as a new hire, it's you can prevent all of that. Um, timekeeping, payroll, benefits administration, if you have any benefits, you use this platform. It makes it so easy to uh, for you to focus on what's most important, that's our guest, and that's our staff, our associates, our people that are on the front lines taking care of our guests right now. So guys, go to spurwork.com forward slash hospitality live. Please go there and um, yeah, people have already posted. I'm gonna post it real quick too, thank you guys. Bookmark this, please. They're the ones that are providing all the benefits. And guys, I was saying, get rid of all the paperwork. Sarah, when you worked and, and you got hired to, you know, you work for somebody else, wasn't the paperwork like a drag? Oh my gosh, so much paperwork. And it's just, it's so much easier when it you don't have all of that. And it just, and you're like, where do these papers go? <laughs> They're all so yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the best part is we use, uh, hotel effectiveness for our timekeeping. So make sure that we're all our staffs in time with our budget. Yeah, They integrate right in there. So you don't have to worry about like, are these people on time? Scheduling, all that stuff happens within the app. Your entire staff's connected to the app. So they're not like, where's my schedule right now? Uh, where's, do you, can you fax me the schedule? Can you email me uh, the schedule? None of that, they pull up an app. Nice. It's so easy. Um, save time, money and effort. Guys, thank you so much to Spur, spurwork.com forward slash hospitality live for, um, that for the sponsor. I thank you so much. All right, Sarah, 
I appreciate this. And um, every week we have a mindset. And um, this week is, I'm actually kind of struggling with this because, you know, I posted about this on, um, on LinkedIn yesterday. I said, yeah. listen, I've been through a lot this past year. Last year, my grandmother died. Last year, exactly at this time, my mom found out she has breast cancer and she had to come to Florida. We moved her to Florida and got her, her own place, set her up for all of this stuff. And she went on her birth, on, uh, actually this time last year, she went through her double mastectomy uh, to get rid of the breast cancer. And for the last year, she be, she's been on chemo. And even wow. now she has three or four more sessions left for chemo. And we just been keeping it going. We've been keeping her positive, right? Um, then early, then uh, on my birthday last year, October, she started her chemo session. Mm-hmm. Last year in April, my grandfather died. This year, a month and a half ago, um, five weeks ago, my grandmother died. Yeah. And just two weeks ago, my both my mom and dad got infected by a, by the coronavirus. And it was, and I was like, oh my God, like all of this stuff is just coming to me. And then, you know, I hear, always hear people are like, oh, why is this happening to me? I haven't thought about that. I have not put that part of my, in my mindset. Like it's not happening to you. It's just part of life, right? Yeah. And how you can get over life. Not get over it. You have to acknowledge, definitely acknowledge where you're going, but how do you keep yourself going, right? These things are going to happen. It's just like work. Problems are going to happen at work. The hot water is going to go out. The electricity is going to go out. Power is going to go out. Phones going to go out. Internet's going to go out. Yeah. How do you keep yourself sane, calm, cool, collective, and keep it going, right? And that's what I'm trying to do right now while my parents go through their recovery. My mom finally got home uh, from the hospital, spending a day there. It was now t- my dad's ninth day at the hospital and he is, it's just getting worse. So he has pneumonia, he has blood clots in his lungs, he has blood clots in his leg. He's on a ventilator that we just decided two days ago after actually talking to him and saying, hey, you need to, you're not getting better. We need to put you on, you know, on a ventilator, which you always hear the horror stories. He's on it right now. And now we have to figure out what, if he's going to, if he's going to get better or not. And so anything we go into our life, we have to kind of stay positive, like we've been talking about. Um, and that's all we can do. So Sarah, have you, have you been through something like that where it, you just have to keep going? You, I mean, so many cases, so many times, I mean, that, that is what life is, is that it throws these series of things at you. And, and, you know, what I tend to do in, in moments like that is I remember my purpose, you know, remember the bigger picture I also take a moment to like pause and be like, okay, what are the lessons in this? And, you know, wait, and sometimes that can be really hard to look at, especially when it's so personal and and it's family, but it's like, okay, what are the lessons in this? Like, was I going, I had a series of crazy events happen to me last year. um, And one of them where I was traveling on the road and I haven't shared this much, but I actually had a tour guide die in my arms. He had a brain in and like out and to go through that and witness that and it's like whoa what is going on and it's like you have this moment that you're like okay okay what are the lessons like is this that I need to just slow down a little bit like do I have to breathe a little bit more um and then also reprioritizing so you know it's so easy especially in what we do like we're juggling so many things we're we're putting other people's comfort in front of us and that's you know again it's part of that hospitality or you know you're running a business you're running a hotel you you're you're thinking about so many other things and 
these moments really kind of help us shift and like reprioritize. It's like, okay. I mean, that's actually one of the reasons why I'm, I happen to be here in Pennsylvania being with my family. Cause I'm like, I need to reprioritize things have slowed down. Family is important. So I think, I mean, there's no one way, there's no one way to kind of like have the right mindset, but I, I think that those are ways that have been helpful for me in the past. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just, and you know, life's about keep learning and that's what we're doing today. It's just not, you don't have all the answers right now. You could be 10 years old or you could be 110 years old, right? Um, you don't always have the right answer and it doesn't matter how old you are, uh, you continue growing. And that's what I feel like even to the day, last day I die, I'm going to continue growing myself and keeping and it's it not positive. About having the right answer. It, it's curious no. that you say that the right, you know, the right answer. I think so often people are like, it's not about having the right answer. It's just about like figuring it out and learning it, you know? Yeah. 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 And I could have sat back and said, you know what? I quit. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be feeling sorry for myself and I'm going to have people feel sorry for me. I'm not like that. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. Right. You fall into a ditch. You fall into depression. You fall into a bad, you could turn your entire life around or, or the opposite, right? If you, mm -hmm. if you fall into that, into the, like I said, that ditch and I don't want that to happen to me and the people around me. So I continue keeping it positive and that's all we can do. We're going to do the best that we can for the, for, you know, his outcome and my, both my parents. But I say this for everybody else. I'm here to help anybody else too. It's not just my parents. I'm here to help. I wish I posted a couple of days ago. I said, I, I wish I could help every single person that sends me a message saying, I need a job. I wish I could find them a job. So I posted saying, Hey, if you need a job, post on this and see if there's somebody that you can connect with. And that's all we can do when we're trying to connect with each other. But, you know, I appreciate it. And guys, if you had, so, you know, a, an issue in your life, you know, we just have to keep it going. And that's, that's all we really can do. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get on to the main topic of, the, of this uh, episode. And it, it is talking about how to grow ourselves and how to grow our career. And it's the, uh, you know, and it's all about hospitality. You know, people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to come back to hospitality because it's not growing. No, it, it you just saw it last week. It was kind of booming when, you know, Memorial Weekend came around and, or sorry, Labor Day weekend came around and it was like hotels are packed. And I had friends like, Oh, I, that hotel's too packed. I'm not going to go that weekend. Maybe I'll go the weekend after we actually had some friends that came to Orlando and said, Hey, I'm not going to come this weekend. I'm going to change it to the following because the hotels are packed. Mm -hmm. Disney was packed based on the, the, uh, the numbers that they said they were going to, you know, keep as far as a percentage. And so I wanted to learn, keep learning about how we're going to grow our industry. And the only way we're going to do that is by learning every single day and skills. And so our featured guest is the director and associate professor at the Flor at Florida Atlantic University. He has, he's helped thousands. I mean, I'm talking thousands of people get a certificate in host hospitality management or hospitality and tourism um, management. And Sarah, did you see anybody post a, a certificate online? Um, wait, no, I didn't see that. Did you? Oh my God. I saw thousands of oh people. Like, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to show you a video a little bit later. Thousands of people are like, I got their certificate from FAU. And so oh, yeah, our featured yeah. guest. Yeah, it was, I mean, everybody was going crazy over it at the, I mean, at the start still continuing. Exactly. So, yeah. so our, our featured guest is the professor there. He leads the hospitality and tourism, uh, program there. And it is Peter Ritchie. Peter, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good, thank, good. Thank you hey. so much. I'm so sorry to hear what you're going through right now, and I love. I just love your optimism. I mean, just keep it, keep it strong, my friend. Thank you, thank you. We just got to keep it going. That's what we do in hospitality. We don't quit. We're not quitters. We're not going to just uh, fall behind. We just keep it going, and that's kind of my mindset that I want to share with everybody. And Peter, 
Um, you know, you were on when this first hit in, I think it was episode 33. So guys, go back to the uh, past episodes. You can find them all on YouTube at my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rupesh Live. And Peter's on there. I think it's episode 33. Is that correct? Yep. And it was with uh, Rosanna from uh, Education Foundation and a, la a lady from Orlando that did, had some excellent resume tips. If you remember, we were just at the start of COVID. Absolutely. So, all right. So what's happening in the space? And, you know, your whole thing is educating people and getting them kind of pumped up to get back into, into gear. And so tell us kind of your, your background and what you do at FAU. It's, um, you know, my background's kind of kind of interesting. I, I started, you know, as a dishwasher when I was 14. I never thought this would be my livelihood. And it wound up just falling in love like the rest of us with hospitality. And I came from a family, you know, um, that was relatively poor on welfare. And, and my parents had never passed the eighth grade. So education to me was kind of like a dream. Uh, but I didn't know what it was or what it would do. And I didn't know if I would like it. So I wound up uh, working in a restaurant all through school and I had a mentor who um, really was a passionate food and beverage service guy. And he just instilled guest service in me as a teenager. And I liked it, but I never thought of it as a career. You know, fast forward all the years, everything I wound up doing was hospitality. And so education for me was a way to um, stay fresh, like Sarah said, like learn something every day. And I, you know, I have um, a bet with myself to constantly do certifications. So I have like a billion hospitality certifications because I do one a year just to challenge myself to get outside of my comfort zone. So I'll do something in revenue. And then this year I did certification in hospitality business acumen, which I was like, what the heck is that? And it was all finance. It was like cash flow and income statements and things that I absolutely are terrified of, but you need to know. So it's like, it just pushed me over the edge. So, you know, like how this all happened, you know, I'm not re I don't really consider myself an academic. I didn't do my doctor till I was 40. So my life was in the business, you know, uh, several years in food service. Then I worked at the Convention and Visitors Bureau in Miami. And then I spent 10 years in hotels. And I was a GM and I opened new hotels and kind of fixed broken ones was my track record. And every time we were renovating or going through a recession, I was always having to deal with furloughs and layoffs. And it like hurt my heart on the inside. And so when... COVID like was initially just a possibility. And I heard some hotels were slowing down and people were stopping to travel. I came up with this idea to create like a mini version of our existing certificate and just have it ready for our employers that might have some people out of work for a couple of weeks. And I thought it literally would be two to four weeks and, you know, we'd be back and, and plugging along. So I put it together. Luckily, FAU is so entrepreneurial. I, I went to the dean who said, hey, I like it. I went to the provost. Everybody's like, yeah, just run with it. And um, somehow it like spread on, on social media like wildfire. And when I was on your show, I looked back at it this morning and I was laughing because we were up to 55,000 registered then. So we're in the, in the thick of it. 
And we wound up with almost 80,000 that registered, which wow. which is really funny because our university only has 30,000 students. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. we dumped we dumped 60,000 plus into the system that all only is used to 30,000. So it just was fun. I, I don't know. Crazy fun. Crazy fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw all their certificates. Let me actually quickly share that certificate and, and tell us how many people actually uh, went through the program. And this is like just months. It wasn't like years of kind of pushing this program together. How long did it take you to kind of create the the content? We created the 15 hours of content over seven like heavy duty days, just bringing people in to do interviews, uh, doing virtual interviews. And um, then after the 60,000 went through in the beginning, we were getting requests for our full length certificate because that was just like a taste of the certificate. So we went back and we spent three weeks building the full one. And now we have several thousand in the full one. And that's what we'll use going forward. And, you know, to um, to I forget if it was you or Sarah who mentioned it earlier. Um, there's so many parts of hospitality that part of the fun of the certificate is just the interviews with people to hear what they do. Yeah. So, you know, we have the director of casting from Disney. We have a person from Legoland. We have a cruise line. We have somebody in e-commerce. We have a guy who's worked in the airlines for 20 years. So you hear their stories like right now while you're furloughed or out of work, you do need to grow, but you also need to take time. Like Sarah said, it's the first time you can take a breath when you don't have guests in your face all day long. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do with my life? What do I want next? And that's kind of the feedback we're getting from all the people is, wow, I finally have time to think about what I want to do next. Either I never finished college or I never did a, a formal education in hospitality. I was thrown into the business. Um, it's The comments are just amazing. Amazing. We have 800 pages of comments. I had 4,000 handwritten thank you cards, handwritten wow. from all over the world, That's amazing. 100, 170 countries, uh, just unbelievable, unbelievable. Wow. wow, wow. And guys, if you, if you, people that are listening or watching, if you've received a certificate from FAU or any certificate, comment, let us know which one you got and when you finished it, because, uh, you know, it was crazy. Let me pull this video up, uh, Peter, because I could tell when that first course finished because everybody that those thousands and thousands of people started posting and check this video out real check this video out real quick and uh, I was like wow this is like just this is just crazy watch this do you guys hear this it's it's um it's you probably can't hear it but it was posted by a gentleman who's very involved in South Florida hospitality. And um, he was one of the interviewees. And every time he signed in to LinkedIn for a week, all, the only thing he saw in his feed was the, the certificates being posted from all around the world. And uh, it's just crazy. I mean, just crazy awesome. Crazy awesome. That's what I call it. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly what I saw when we were, when, when that, that first round finished and I'm like, oh my God, so many people. And I actually shared before you were going live or when you were going to first start the first session, 
we actually shared it just because I wanted people to le continue learning because I started seeing people getting furloughed in the beginning of March and um, it actually was in April and um, May and I'm like, man, this people need to continue learning. So I just sent a few links out and and I think a lot of people did too. And I, it just caught like wildfire. And, you know, crazy, crazy. And, and you know, talk about learning. I mean, I had never done, um, you know, thank you so much for those comments. I had, I had never done technology. Luckily, I'm in a college of business where we had some handle on doing certificates of three to 500 people, but we were thrown into 60,000. So you can imagine behind the scenes how we were scurrying. Like I was averaging in my inbox four to 11,000 emails a day. And I'm so OCD as a former general manager, I reply to every email. So I could not take it at some points. So I was like, I'm going to break down. I'm going to break down. But I just, I plugged along and I got through all the emails and I at least got them the tech support or I connected them. It's just, it's just, it's touched my heart. I mean, you know, I'm 55 years old. And I, like I said, I started as a dishwasher at 14. So hospitality is my life. Um, but now it's like, you know, I figured today I, I'd like to talk about, um, you know, like what people are coming back with now as comments. You know, where do I go next? Are we going to rebound? Of course we're going to rebound. There's yeah. so much pent-up demand for travel. It's just a matter of when people feel safe in mass. You know, right. Right, right now the risk takers are traveling and the adventurous were out there all along. Some people never stopped. And now we're back to almost the middle point where people are going for staycations and they're slowly going out to eat. You know, my my um, I love to go to the Hard Rock here here in mm -hmm. South Florida and Hollywood. And they have a program called Safe and Sound. And I actually feel very safe there. They sanitize everything every 30 minutes. They temperature check. They enforce the mask. They do everything like that. And when I walk around, the best thing <laughs> is people coming up to me and say, hey, I saw your video. I took your guest there. And it's, it's, it's so embarrassing and rewarding <laughs> at the same time. I can't explain it. You know, like it's, it's just funny. It's just, it just tickles me. Yeah, but, you're um, a celebrity. You're our celebrity that just has, you know, when you could teach somebody something, it changes their life. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, if it's just one simple thing, it changes your life. And that's why you receive those thousands of cards, because people appreciate when they're struggling that you can help them just with one thing. It's not like you, you, you know, helped them drastically do everything in their life. You just did one thing. That's what people want. They don't want everything. Right. They just want that one thing. And I think that's what you did. And that's why people appreciate it so much, because it showed them that there is a path to success. Mm -hmm. There are there are still opportunities, and I see them every day. I yeah. see that there's still jobs out there, and there's still people hiring. It's there are crazy. people hiring right now. This week, I posted jobs for Norwegian Cruise Line, and the the cruise lines aren't even mm -hmm. sailing yet. But they're they're hiring um, more sales reps, inside sales reps, in here in Broward County in South Florida. Um, and I've been posting for restaurants and I've been posting for hotels. And you know, what's funny is a lot of the hotels are so busy now on the weekend that they, um, they want part-time assistance for the weekends yeah. because they're overwhelmed, you know, mm -hmm. it, and it's funny because 
in a way, I wish I could get all 60,000 people to come back and take the full length certificate now, because what we threw together in seven days, there was no sustainability. There was no portion on country clubs. There, you know, there was a, this and that. So now it's like, okay, we finally have it again. And the best part to me is just how generous we are in hospitality. I mean, people donated a dollar, five dollars, and we well, were able to continue doing it and doing it and doing it, you know? Yeah, um, let me share this real quick. I think, yeah. uh, let me share this PowerPoint. It's a PowerPoint, well, I but I can't open it up. But you, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. No, no, go ahead. Yes. Oh. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, by the way, like you really, I think you tapped into what's so the essence of this industry, you know, and that those of us, you know, the, the hospitality professionals is that we do want to continue to grow. And in a time where all of a sudden we're like, oh, wait, okay, hold on. Our whole worlds have been turned upside down. And to be able to provide something, I mean, I remember people going bonkers over this on social media. And it's so cool. I mean, how amazing that people are this excited about education to stay passionate about it, to be like, okay, maybe I learned, you know, through doing, but to now like just fine tune what they have been doing all along. I mean, a really a huge kudos to you for Thank being you. there and for being that pillar of strength for people when they didn't know what was going on. So yeah. I just wanted to say that. Thank you Absolutely. so much, because, you know, to me, that was the best part of it was that I was able to bring their emotions and their mental state back to an hour a day of hospitality, which is what they had yanked out from them. I mean, you know, they lost their guests, they lost their 50 hour a week craziness, and all of a sudden they're stuck at home. You know, granted, I thought it would be a month. <laughs> two months most. We, we all, all did. did. Yeah, <laughs> we all did. But I, that was my goal was to just engage them a little bit. And uh, remember, you know, like, I wish I had a graphic. I'll send it to you, Rupesh. But there's a um, graphic I always rely on that's compiled by the United Nations World Tourism Organization. And it shows the 50-year trends of international arrivals. So people from another country arriving somewhere else. And it's a color graphic. And if you see 9-11, after 9-11, it's a tiny dip in the big picture of history. So mm -hmm. COVID will be a little bit bigger dip, but we're going we're gonna to jam back traveling. Believe me, it is so pent up. I mean, I, I laugh when I pass my neighbors and they're, they're homeschooling three different grades at once and the mom's learning economics again and, and everybody's just like, get me out of here, you know? So I know, you know, somebody commented in the comment, you know, aren't we done growing? Absolutely not. This, this is the right time if you have money to buy properties and to plan, I think what's what viewers should do is become the entrepreneurs of what hospitality will be in 2022 and 2023. What will live meetings look like? What will buffets now become? You know, what will be the new standard of cleanliness that people expect? Um, I love like when what I told you I was at Hard Rock. I love that they seal the doors. 
So you know the door has the room is completely sanitized and sealed until you break the seal, like going into a hospital room. Now it's going to add demands for housekeeping. It's going to add mm-hmm. new expectations for guests. But we we added demands and changes after 9/11, after SARS, and after the 80s recessions. We, it's no different. It's just we're caught in the in the thick of it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, please continue commenting and let us know where you're watching from. And if you have any questions for Peter, we're happy to answer them live here on the episode. And by the way, guess what? We're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card to the person that's most engaging. And I've, I've already kind of highlighted some people. I've written their, their names down. So you might be in the running to, for a $50 gift card uh, from Amazon. And we'll I'll directly send it to you from my personal Amazon account. So, uh, And we're going to give away two, actually. So please keep commenting, ask questions. I know there's a lot of growth for people to kind of continue learning but all right so in your in your program in the full length program what's included so we can kind of understand how we can continue learning it's about um it's just under 50 hours of content um it has hospitality law guest service uh finance marketing and revenue there's about five or six hours of interviews with people from different segments just to hear what they do and what what were what type of person would do well in that part of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a nice section on sustainability and going green. Right. There's a section on wine and champagne and farm to table. Um, yeah. There's a little there's a little taste of everything, and I put taste in there after the food stuff. But there's a little bit of everything. My, you know, I have my favorites, um, and there's a section on country club management and casinos and hotels, of course. Um, if any of out of the you know the pages and pages of comments we got. Uh, they want people wanted more other areas to listen and learn about in hospitality. You know, Sarah has extensive background being a concierge. I mean, that's that's a whole profession. You belong to the highest professional group that exists. Um, You know, one thing I'll say about education, we are a unique industry where you can be a CEO with with a sixth grade education all the way up to a PhD. You don't need any specific degree. You don't need any level. But what you do need to do is learn something new every day. And I, I don't care if it's a certificate. I don't care if it's a new reservation system, if it's a new PBX. You need to stay fresh. Otherwise, you're just going to become a dinosaur. Um, it's kind of why I push myself to do certifications and to jump into the unknown because I'm teaching primarily 18 to 22 year olds and I want to stay current in their mind and I want to stay relevant in, in my world. I, I would love to be able to tomorrow go back and be a GM again. And I can't do that unless I'm staying current of what GMs are doing right now. You know, it's, Mm. it's just how I look at the world. Um, you know, it, 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 that's just how I view education because people ask me thousands of times, do I need a bachelor's degree? No, of course not. You know, of course not. Do you need an MBA? Of course not. Do you want one? Is it going to take you to the spot you want? You know, we have had, uh, from this certificate, we have had probably 200 applications for bachelor's degrees of people from all over the world who finally said this was the push that I needed to finish. And I love it because about half of them are over 40. 
and they're and they're doing it for all different reasons you know uh, it tickles me when one told me i'm doing it for my mom um i always promised her you know and i said oh where does she live oh she died 20 years ago but he's doing it for her because he promised her and i'm like do you really and yes i really want to do it and then our you know we have an mba student who's approaching 70 years old who just wanted to do the MBA for his own. Wow. Um, you know, so so you got to do it for you. I mean, I would love to go back to school for revenue management or for something in IT, because that's where I'm really lacking. Like, Rupesh, you run the show, you click here, you do this, you got the software down. I'm like, oh, that's, that's delightful. <laughs> it's a learned skill, and I think I, I had to learn it. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like I just was born with this. I've learned every single thing that you see on social media. Like I was saying, I don't, I mean, my skills aren't made up, but the stuff that I learned and how I post stuff and all the content is all stuff I learned from other people. So I listen to podcasts. I'm on LinkedIn following people that I really uh, look up to. Um, I learn their skills. I go to different businesses, not just hotels and figure out how they're doing their marketing. How are they thinking about their operations and how do I include that into my hotels? But then how can I share that with everybody else so they can kind of implement ideas because you know sometimes we don't have a million dollars or millions of dollars to do research and development and come up with these new ideas you could bring it from another industry and pull it in and kind of figure out how you can um add it to yours and i love that there is that opportunity where you're talking about learning something and that's what i do that's my mindset where i look at receipts peter do you ever and and sarah do you guys ever look at a receipt on a uh on a um on a, oh, can you hang on a second? Can, can you guys keep talking? Actually, yeah, I wanted to chime in. Yeah, you take that call. I wanted to chime in really quickly. Um, so, so Peter, it was so interesting because, and I know that you will understand this, but here's the deal. Hospitality is hard work. It's because you're dealing with different people, personalities, all of that. There's an emotional element to it that like takes a lot of weight. And I know that anybody who's been in the industry for multiple years, it's tough because sometimes you get a bit in this rut, you know, it's not cute anymore after the 50,000th person has asked you where the bathroom is or whatever the case is. And what's so great about education and learning something new and changing your mindset is that in this time where you can change your mindset is where it's, it's where you like, you, you find that spark again. You know, and because that's, I think for all of us that are truly in the hospitality industry is that we do feed off of others and it's, we get tickled when it's like, we've made their day, but you know, we're also people too. And you do the same thing over and over again, it gets a little less exciting, but when you add the element of education, it, you, you learn to appreciate it, appreciate it again, see it with fresh eyes. Absolutely. And I, you know, that's what I try to preach in my guest service class is that, you have to have an innate desire to serve others to be in this business. And, you know, we we don't we get to the point where we're ready to answer someone's questions because we've heard that similar question 30 times. It's like, you know, just let them speak because it may be their very first time staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. It may be their 300 day this year staying in a hotel. We don't yeah. know. And what, what I like is that I stop. I, I let them, you know, I let them be the guest 
And I remember that we, you know, I have a saying, you know, it, and it's not mine, but it's an anonymous quote that I always say, without the guests, we have nothing. We can't pay the mortgage. We can't pay the electricity. We can't pay you. We have nothing. So if we don't tailor to the guests and listen to them and, and help make their stay delightful or at least comfortable, they're not going to come back, you know? Um so it's not rocket science, but it is very tiring. And it is the soft yeah. skills, I think. Soft skills, yeah. You know, that it's like really being able to finesse and understand and kind of, and grow with the guests too, because as travelers, I mean, you know, guests are, are changing and maybe even tapping into ourselves and being like, oh, well, I actually like it when I can do X, Y, Z on my phone. And it doesn't mean that I don't, I'm losing the human connection. It's just more efficient for me or whatever, the, whatever it is. So I, it's a, it's an interesting time to really kind of challenge ourselves with that, but it's, there, there's so much at our fingertips. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and you put this up in your presentation. There's yeah. so many certificates or certifications right now. It's kind of mind boggling. You're like, where, what do I do first? And where do I start? Or what do I actually need? Instead of just, cause here's the thing there are some people that just keep getting certificates and they don't, they don't know kind of a path or they just are just trying a hundred thousand things. And then they come home and they're like, well, I have all of these certificates. I have everything here. And I still, I'm still confused on what I should do in the hospitality space. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are confused right now. And, and, and that's okay. That's okay. It, right. It's, it's uh, okay. And you know, I put these up there for a reason. Um, in like in the 80s there were two or three designations period the CHA the CMP and a tiny handful of others and i wanted to explain the difference you know when you pursue a certificate you're pursuing what would be the equivalent of maybe a college course or similar in a broad based education when you're pursuing the certification it's something that's showing that you have the expertise in a certain area to pass a certain level of basic exam. But it doesn't mean that you're going to be an expert. And it doesn't mean that if you get five of these on here, you can go to your employer and say, hey, I'm worth $4 an hour more. That's how a lot of people interpret it. So what I say is there are so many cert certifications now out there. This is just what I found over about 15 minutes looking. I'm sure there's another 30 of them. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is find what your passion area is first, whether it's catering, whether it's revenue management, whether it's destination marketing, and then pursue the certification in that area because then you're gonna become a broader, more, more well-rounded professional. Don't just pile on the certificates and the certifications because you think it's going to pay more. It's more to make you, um, you know, a broader professional and more of an expert in the area. But I was just amazed when you look at these, it's unbelievable. It's, it's just an explosive growth. Yeah. And, and really what makes you, what, what's your passion, right? Is it FMB? Is it the, uh, is it front office? Is it the finance side? It's, you yeah. know, is it housekeeping? Like some people are just like, I love this position. I love connecting and leading this group of people. And that's okay too. Right. Yeah, and, and there's not a position in the hotel space where, um, where you don't have an opportunity to even grow in, within that opportunity, you know, within that department or, 
I know a front desk person that, or I know quite a few front desk people that started just working a part-time shift at a front desk, a hotel uh, associate now is a GM of a hotel, right? Or uh, can become the ops or can own their own hotel, which is like amazing too. So it's really not, it's really what you're passionate about, what drives mm -hmm. you, what's like uh, Sarah said, purpose in life. Yeah. Um, and I'm I think that's a big good. mindset. And you're not limited. I think that's what's so exciting about this industry is that we aren't limited and we are all these positions and roles and departments are all interconnected. We're all part of this big machine to get everything going. So you can be in housekeeping and, you know, take a course or study a bit to learn a bit about, you know, revenue management or to learn a bit about the front desk. And by learning that, you can still be like, yeah, I still just really like housekeeping. But right. knowing that just makes you that much richer of an individual. And there are things from that that you can take and learn. You're like, okay, wow, okay, I need to do this because if I do X, Y, Z, that's revenue management, or this is how I can work more efficiently with the front desk, whatever it is. And also for all those people that don't know they're like well i don't know where to begin and it's like just start get started because what's so beautiful is is that this because this industry is so fluid you can hop from cool you can spend some time in housekeeping and then you're like oh you know i think i'd like fmb and depending on where you are you can maybe get to explore role in fmb for sure. a bit and i mean how lucky are we that we get to play all of these different roles and put on these different hats should we want to yeah, and you know what, my, my not my dream, but like I would love to be valet at a hotel, and <laughs> and just you because you're the first person that you you actually connect with. They're the first person that they connect with when you, when they drive up to the hotel, right? You just want to drive all the fancy cars who pesh. That's actually, cool. you know, you're right. You got you caught me. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. I, I think it's awesome making that first impression, and I think it'd be cool to, like to really connect and be like, wow, "Welcome to our hotel," and yeah. you know, uh, uh, and that's kind of fun. So I definitely, I mean, I've worked in quite a few departments. Um, I like the shuttle van too. It's it's not a it's not a tough gig. Yeah, <laughs> maybe at the end of the day when your back's starting from picking up the bags and dropping with the van, but it's been it's cool experiences. And so, yeah, it's not just one thing and that you're done, but I think that you have to be a well-rounded person when you're talking about education. And and I like that, Peter, that you said that it's not just tied to money. Like, don't just go be, get the certificate or get education because it's going to make you more money. Because guess what? After you got that certificate and then you went home and then you landed that job, guess what? You could hate it. Yeah, you can hate yeah, it. You make now you're making, yeah. you're making money. You have the dream job, and guess what? You hate it. How many people have been there? No, right. yeah. lots of people. The money, the money will come if you do what you love. Like you know, we have an issue in hotels and restaurants in particular where we think if you're a good server, we're going to make you lead server. Then we're going to make you dining room manager. Then we're going to make you GM. You may not want to be a GM. You may not want that multitask. You may not want those duties. You may be the best bartender there is. If that's right. the case, go get all your certifications in the bar and work at the highest paying nightclub or lounge in the city and be the best bartender you're going to be. You don't. You might even make more money doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You yeah. know, one of the things you said um, that that's spot on, Arup, was. Um, about like furthering your education. Like I get this request a lot. Should I do my MBA later or now when I'm 23 and I'm graduating? 
I don't think you should do anything advanced until you know that's your passion. One, one of my alumni, he's been out about 12 years now, he realized that his passion is digital marketing and e-commerce. So he went to NYU, they have a master's in digital marketing, and he's loving, his, he's an entrepreneur now, loving it, but you don't even know what your passion is for a while. So like Sarah yeah. said, go play in housekeeping for a couple of weeks, if you work in a hotel. If you work in a theme park, go work in ride ops and then work in ticket sales and then work in, you know, in IT. What I love about this business is you could be in finance, IT, accounting, you know, operations. You can major in anything and still find a home somewhere in the business because um, yeah. we have everything. We have everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I like that we say that because I think that's really a mindset at the end of the day it's, it's it goes back it all i think i feel like it, it always goes back to mindset like what you're focused on instead of just being like all over the place because sometimes you know you i catch myself trying to go be all over the place too i want to do this i want to do that but then i'd be like you know what i can bring it all back down and stay in my lane sometimes and bring on other people bring on sarah bring on yourself peter and let them share and, and some of those things and i think that's valuable when we're talking about it I love Maggie's comment that she just posted. That's so spot on because now you can talk revenue, even though it's not your thing. Like me taking that finance class, you know, finance is not my thing. But as a GM, if I didn't, if I couldn't speak to the owner about cash flow and income statement, I wouldn't be a great general manager. So yeah. I at least needed to know the basics, you know. Yeah. Uh, but my my passion is the guest. I'd be the first one to say, well let's improve our revenues by doing XYZ for the guests. But I still need to understand, you know, how the money works, how the, how the deposits work, how the mortgage gets paid and all, and all that other stuff. Um, you know, if anyone uh, wants to reach out to me, they definitely can. Um, you know, we thank, we, I am so grateful to all the humans out there around the globe that we're able to continue to do this for an, at least another year we have um, we have probably a thousand in the current class. We have another class starting October fifth, and I just love it. I just think it's it energizes me every time when they send comments afterwards. You know, it, it's just so awesome. Absolutely, you know, there's some other uh, comments or questions here in the in the in the comments. Please, can you go back and answer them for some of these uh, folks? Because I think there's a lot of questions about education or is experience more than is what's better experience or like a certificate. So, uh, you know, there's always that struggle of like, oh, should I have more experience or should I have a certificate that says I know what I'm doing? But, you know, well, so. Yeah, a lot of a lot of students think that they have they come out of college with a bachelor's degree. They're automatically going to waltz into a managerial role in office. It doesn't work that way in our business. Our business is still very much uh, work your way up bootstraps get respect from your employees because you've done what they've done. And I could go back and wash dishes any day and just have to learn the new system and it wouldn't be beneath me. It's just something mm -hmm. I've done that I got better at and it got me promoted to the next level. So I tell people the education makes you well-rounded and a critical thinker, but if you can't jump in and, and be there with your staff side by side, they're not going to respect you. That's just how our business is. It's not... Yeah chemistry. It's not uh, working in a science lab. It's not being an MD. It's a different kind of business. So I say, yes, you, the education will give you a, a faster foundation to success. 
And I would say that probably 80% of the managerial jobs that I post in a year always have bachelor's preferred or bachelor's required. So that's become mm. the mainline goal for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, the people are asking, is the certificate important in the U.S.? Um, a certificate is only 40 to 50 hours of content. It's not a degree. Mm -hmm. So you have to expect that it will give you a great overview, um, but it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. What our certificate should do in, in FAU's example is spark your interest to go down the rabbit hole in some video that that enticed you engaged you and put you over the edge you really fell in love with the three videos on finance not me but you really <laughs> fell in love with the country club management or you really fell in love with the director of casting from walt disney world and disneyland i mean how could you not love mary louise fitzgibbon you if you see her video you just want to work in the magic <laughs> so you, you got you, you gotta just uh, you gotta just find what'll spark you and then go down the certification degree, master's degree in that area. Like Rupesh said, he, he explores and then he's back in the lane where he's comfortable. And that's what we all need to do. Sarah, you know, you did the same apparently in your career, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think it's, you know, it, again, it just it enriches you so much more. And I mean, that's, that's like the, the blessing as far as like what we have in this industry. You know, it's, it's interesting. I have a couple of friends of mine that they're like, okay, well, um, you know, they kind of have a, a rule for themselves that they don't really stay at a property for more than like three years. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's a bit, interesting, but they're like, well, how great that we get to work in this industry that we can move around. You can change roles. You can change departments. You can change cities if that yep. is of interest for you. So there is a lot of different ways that you can learn and grow as you uh, are experiencing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, it's amazing to me, like how blessed we are that if you're a great bartender, you can go work in any city in the world. Mm -hmm. If you're a great front office manager, the same, you know, there's only one Allstate headquarters. There's only one Bank of America headquarters. It's just much easier to bounce and play in hospitality. And, you know, as far as promoting yourself and marketing yourself, um, I always suggest to answer this question, you know, I would suggest that you position your certificate on your resume in your education section, but make sure you accurately list how many continuing education unit is so you're being honest and that the future employer knows exactly what you studied. Um, and then just in your cover letters, you know, show that you're the lifelong learner that's always willing to grow. And here are some of the extra efforts you've done. You took guest service gold, you volunteered in housekeeping for three weeks, you know, et cetera. And, you know, to every, people always ask me, how do I get back in or how do I start in hospitality? It's, yeah. it's all still personality and innate, innate desire to serve. You just got to get that communicated. Um, it's Believe it or not, it's easier now because we're all using Zoom and WebEx and Teams and everything else. At least I feel a connection with Rupesh and you, Sarah, because mm -hmm. I've never met you in person, but I feel like I know you. Um, it's much better than a resume. It's actually easier for us now to feel a little engaged 
through technology. And that's one of those positive outcomes of COVID is that more people are now using these communication tools than ever before and um, getting more comfortable with them. So I think if, if you want to make sure that somebody can, you know, really feel you're deserving to be in our industry. You just got to exhibit that people side. We will always take a chance on someone who's excellent with the guest. We can train you, groom you, send you for certificates and all that. But if you don't have the innate desire to serve a guest, I can't have you work in my hotel. It's just, yeah. you know, you're better off doing widgets or, or working <laughs> behind the desk somewhere, you know? Yeah, Peter, this has been amazing. Guys, if you appreciated all the tips he shared, leadership tips, I mean, what you can go get, what you can, how you can take a path, how you can explore. I love all of these things. Uh, if you appreciated these tips with Peter and Sarah, um, hit the comment and hit the like button. Let us know that you did like this episode. Peter, one last question. I get this all the time. Sarah, you probably get this too. How do I get into this industry or how do I get back into industry? Oh, yeah. There's people that are sending me a message from other industries, they're like, I have sales, but I want to be the DOS at this hotel, or I want to be in sales at, for a hotel because I think I could do a better job than what they're doing right now. And they see some opportunity. How do they get back in with mm -hmm. education? You know, Sarah, go ahead. You go first. No, no, no. I was going to say that I get asked that question all the time. People are okay. like, oh, I love, I love the hospitality industry. How do I get in right now? And even I'm a little bit like, uh, well, I don't really know how to answer because I do know that it's like, well, things are topsy-turvy right now. So I actually want to hear what you have to say, Peter. Well, it's very funny because um, one of the movements in hospitality education is um, to put programs at the college level inside business schools. Mm -hmm. And we offer a bachelor's of business administration. So they can go work anywhere. They just happen to major in hospitality and hone their interpersonal skills. So from someone from the outside, you have to kind of do the same. Hey, I've worked at IBM or Xerox for 15 years in sales, and I'm excellent at closing the relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the problem right now is that we have so many furloughed and laid off employees. Mm -hmm. You're up against, the cards are stacked a little against you for the next six to 12 months. But mm -hmm. outside of that, um, I tell people to join the professional organizations and start networking. Join Meeting Professionals International if you want to be an event planner and start meeting event planners. Then you can tell your story. Or join American Hotel Lodging Association or Women in Lodging or whatever Florida Restaurant Lodging, whatever's in your zone. And you get out there and you say, hey, you know. I work at FAU, I'm an educator, but I could go apply at Royal Caribbean to be a trainer. I can use those same skills. I've just got to impress Royal Caribbean why I would be the best trainer. Um, yeah. So, you know, getting in the door, what's difficult in our business is still the move up by show your worth mentality that we have. And it's hard for someone who's making a good wage to start at the front desk or start as a server or start at valet once they've already progressed in their career. But I, I want to tell everyone watching, if you do jump ships and take that pay cut for a short time, our industry promotes faster and further than any other one that I know. Any other one. If you prove yourself, 
you will be out of that role so fast. I mean, I've had students who've become GMs faster than I could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. um, most of them are ready, not all, <laughs> you know, but if you prove yourself, people will give you a chance. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, there's always somebody slacking. So if you're doing a great job and stand out, you're going to get picked on. You know, you're going to get picked on to move up. Uh, it's just that that uh, it's just that easy. Well, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you so much for all your tips, Peter. Um, I, I've appreciated it. I know all the people that are listening appreciate it. I see it. I'm reading the comments. They loved it. Thank you so much for inspiring the, our industry while we've been hurting and, and while we've been trying to regain our composure as far as getting back into business. And we saw it a couple of weeks ago during Labor Day. It's yep. people have that pent up demand. So there is a, there is value. There is a future for hospitality. And I appreciate everything you're doing for it. Oh yeah. There's a, there's definitely, we're going to bounce back without a doubt when I don't know, but w without a doubt. And I, and I'll send you that graphic so you can share because it really is what I look at when I get a little down in the dumps and say, oh, how long is COVID going to go? Oh, well, we're going to come back. And, um, you know, feel free to share my email with anybody. It's, it's hospitality at fau.edu. And anybody could reach out to me, ask me any questions, whatever. And uh, nice meeting you, Sarah. It's <laughs> I'm sure you guys will connect. I'm sure you're going to want Sarah on your on your uh, platform and sharing her amazing ideas and and her what she knows in hospitality. I I admire her because she has a great she has great skills in, in what she does. And and, and 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 Peter, please follow Sarah on Instagram. Oh Share my god, her, her stories so are amazing. To meet Peter, the brains <laughs> behind it all, the big <laughs> education wave of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Peter, it's been a pleasure, and um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Most importantly, take care of your family, okay? My thoughts right, are with you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Sarah, what do you think about this, uh, this, this topic? Amazing. It's such a great topic. And I wanted to throw out there, you know, Peter mentioned something at the beginning about how he had a mentor. And I think that mentors are also really a great part of this growth and education component. And um, so that's something that, you know, should just be touched on that people should always think about having a great mentor. But education is so key, especially right now. That can be our solid, um, our rock. It can be our foundation, you know, when everything else is kind of swirling around us. So I'm a huge fan. Yeah, you know, one thing I did forget, and I'm sorry, is we forgot Hospitality Minute, where you were supposed to, where I was supposed to cue you, and you're supposed to share what's going on in the industry. Can we do this? Can we do this? Sure. Right oh, yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, I can, I can do a quick Hospitality Minute to wrap it up today if you want. Thank you. Hang on. Hi, I'm Sarah Dandishi from Ask a Concierge. Every week, I'll be sharing the latest hospitality and travel news and updates in a segment we like to call Hospitality Minutes. All right, cool. Well, we'll dive into a couple of really interesting facts and stats. As you guys have probably learned from me, I'm really interested in studying trends because that gives us a better idea as far as, you know, where we're going to go in the future. So a big thing, you know, we're right now in the middle of September. We just got over Labor Day weekend. Um, a lot of highs with Labor Day weekend. We were seeing TSA numbers were definitely higher than they had been since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, now, keep in mind, the numbers are still lower than what they were last year, but we definitely saw an uptick. But I had mentioned last week this notion of stretch season where we're seeing a bit of uh, summer travel stretch into fall. 
So that being said, we shouldn't necessarily think that, oh, this uptick right now for Labor Day weekend means that we're we're in the clear. It was a nice little bump, but I think it's definitely still um it's not, it doesn't mean that we're we're going like full steam ahead. Um, we are seeing people again like tiptoe out there, but um, but it's an interesting time. So translating what we saw as far as with the TSA and and in airlines with that, as far as those numbers, translating that to hotels, what was interesting is data from the SCR shows that the US US hotel performance for that week. There was that slight boost for Labor Day weekend. Occupancy uh, dropped 18, about 19% since last year. Um, and uh, what we were also seeing is that the revenue per rooms also fell as well too by about 17%. So a little bit of a dip since last year, but I mean, all things considered, I think that is to be expected. Uh, another interesting thing was also seeing what markets did really well. So leisure markets that were already kind of doing well leisure markets like at the beach or at outdoor destinations they really saw a big boost so i know that the gentlemen were talking about how some of the hotels in florida were really busy over labor day weekend that is indeed the case um so we definitely saw a lot of numbers increasing in those areas but also numbers were strong because there were a lot of displaced residents looking for housing during because of Hurricane Laura as well as the California wildfires. Um, and then a quick thing to wrap up our hospitality minute, love what TripAdvisor did. They did their fall travel index and they just released it on Tuesday. Um, so beach, what they found is that beachside destinations like Key Largo, Key West are gonna be really popular in the fall. They also found that, you know, with the pandemic, it's forced people to be really creative and explore new destinations that they may not have considered previously. So we're, we're thinking about um, you know, places that might be more rural destinations where people can relax and rejuvenate um, as opposed to the busy hustle and the busy, the bustle of like big cities. So we're seeing a lot of that. Um, and Rupesh, I don't know if you've seen this as well too, but people are really looking towards these places to rest, rejuvenate and find these open spaces. So not too much of a surprise, but definitely really interesting to see in numbers. That's great information. I see that it has dipped down a little bit and people are still traveling and people are still thinking about what's going on for Thanksgiving. They're thinking about what, what they're gonna do for Christmas. It might even be a drive destination like it was in September and, and during uh, the summer. And I feel like that's gonna continue happening as we kind of get over this period as far as um, the COVID and the pandemic is concerned. So I definitely appreciate this. Sarah, I know you were just at the Four Seasons Philadelphia I was. How was that experience? Uh, amazing. So, so I was just, so I'm in Pennsylvania. I went down to the Four Seasons in Philadelphia and it was stunning. Now keep in mind, they did just recently reopen and now they're starting to reopen, you know, their restaurants there. So it was, it was on the quiet side, but they just also got word that they were awarded five star from the Forbes travel guide as well too. And what a great way to just experience something so you know, special, especially in these times. So um, by the shout out to anybody that's here on the East Coast near Philadelphia, definitely, if you can go explore the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. It's like you're you're having this like luxurious vacation up in the clouds on the <laughs> floor. It was so cool. Well, guys, you have to follow her on Instagram and the link is right here, askaconcierge.com or askaconcierge is our handle. Yeah. And um, 
Sarah, thank you so much for being here and supporting me. Cause I, I was like, I don't know if I could do this by myself. And I just really appreciate you um, just being here for me. And I appreciate you being here every week to share the hospitality minute next week. We'll, I will get it right. Um, and uh, have you at the beginning of the show, but thank you so much, Sarah, for being on the show. And then real quick, let's pick a winner for this week's episode, uh, two winners. And Guys, I really appreciate everything, all the comments, all the concerns that you have for my family. And I know that we're going through struggles, but we keep it going and that's all we can do. This week's winner for the $50 gift card to Amazon is Lionel Sundar and Kay Cox. Guys, please thank Ooh. them for their comments and their contributions to the show. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. Sarah, is there any last words? Any where can people find you besides the Instagram where you have to? You can find me on my website, askaconcierge.tv or anywhere online at askaconcierge. But um definitely I think the theme of today is always keep growing. So and learning. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much. Appreciate thank it. I'll see you soon. I'll see you next week. Okay, yeah. See you next week. Uh, sure. All right. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you so much to Sarah and Peter for being on the show. All right, so um, as we continue, well, as we close out the show, thank you so much to our sponsor this week. This episode is sponsored by spurwork.com forward slash hospitality live. Guys, please, 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 please click on, uh, let's see, this link right here that I just put in the comments and uh, please help us continue uh, getting this show sponsored. And listen, they have an amazing platform for you to get rid of all the paperwork, all the faxing, all the nonsense when it comes to payroll, HR and benefits for your hotel. And it's actually very affordable compared to, you know, you can compare it to what you're paying right now and then compare it to what they actually charge. And a lot of people said it's a lot more affordable for them to manage and take care of their payroll, easy operations through apps, through their system, which you don't need anything besides what they have offered to you and your entire staff. So guys, thank you so much to Spur for sponsoring the show. And uh, I will talk to you guys next week. Next week, we have somebody amazing on and I'm excited about hearing from them. Guys, please take care of yourself, take care of each other. And I will see you next week.